Welcome back to This is the Worst, you guys. We are so excited to have you back here with, the, with us this week. We are doing Drug Trip Worst, which, my God, I have had too many of those. Have wow. You? I've had like one. It was okay, just like well, weed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm such a pussy. Yeah. One of us is a hardcore addict and the other is uh, not. Um, but thank you again for sending in your stories. They've been fucking amazing. We just want to catch up with you guys quick and tell us what's going on in our lives. And yeah. for me... Not a whole lot of fucking anything. <laughs> a bunch of guys being like, I want to talk to you, but don't talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> the boys are scared. The boys are fucking scared, The boys dude. are fucking quaking. Be afraid, boys. Be afraid yeah. because bad boys get thrown in the broiler. <laughs> that's what we call it. Here's the thing. That's the thing. It's like if you were not a piece of shit. I would have nothing to say. Like, there's so many guys that I talk to that are just, like, great and normal. Yeah. And they get no airtime because they're fucking normal. Yeah. It's like, just don't be a piece of shit. But I do think it's funny that guys are, like, prefacing conversations with me being, like, do not put this in a joke. I'm, like, signing. It's not even an NDA anymore. It's, like, something else. It's something, like, yeah. don't put it in your podcast. Like, most guys, like, have a tendency to be a piece of shit. And yeah. so they're scared now because they're like, oh, fuck, I can't be a piece of shit with her because she'll talk about it. God right. forbid I get called out on my bad behavior. Right. Jesus. It's all these guys that are just little fuckboys that are quaking. Everyone else, you guys, if you if you don't behave badly, you will be fine. That said, nobody's talking to me. <laughs> I'm dead. Everyone's, like, scared to death of Britney. That's it's it. just crickets over there yeah. in the DMs. Yeah. Guys, go send her some love. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if anyone's been watching the show Griselda on Loved Netflix. It. Yeah. Binged it. It's so good, but now they're she's getting sued by the family. Is it Griselda Blanco was her name, right? Yeah, Am who's I saying that sued? right? Um, I think Netflix and so, Sofia mm-hmm. Vergara, because she was like the producer by the I think the one son who is left. I mean, the family's had like a really really tragic light i mean like the the, the two of the other sons were murdered and the one son that's around still is like you you made my mom look ugly my mom was gorgeous you know and then you like google pictures of the mom and they're like they were very generous yeah we did did her a favor (laughs) so it's kind of crazy like they're um yeah so griselda for those of you guys who don't know it's a show on netflix about this queen pin pretty much like this woman who ran the coke scene in miami and um, Sofia Vergara plays that. She's stunning, by the way. I just saw her the other day at a restaurant, and I'm like, how does she look like my kid? And she's like 56 years old. Dude, some of these women are like, they are not aging. Yeah. And it's no. freaking me out. Like, what are they doing? Like, it's crazy. She looks amazing. Stunning. Yeah. So, yeah, she's they beautiful. did have to put her in a lot of hair and makeup to get her a little uh, beat up a little bit. And she did such a great job, especially coming from like, you know, usually doing kind of funny Hispanic Mm -hmm. roles like, you know, Modern Family or whatever. She she did a great job. Dude, she fucking she she did a hardcore acting job. Yeah. So the fact that kid sued just probably proves he needs money because (laughs) Michael Corleone and Corleone. Blanco. Blanco. Yeah. song. Yeah, yeah, it's The Godfather. Oh, okay. um, so, yeah, so... <laughs> I only know it from a Drake song. Michael Corleone, the most famous mobster. Yeah, I'm dead. That's a Drake song. I'm dead. Bernie just knows nothing about the mob. I'm dead. I love that Drake song. You're one of these boyfriends to watch Godfather with you. I don't have a boyfriend. What are you talking about? I do. I think I'm ready. Here's what I, I want to declare this. I think I'm ready. For a boyfriend? For a just like a person to be around. A lot? <laughs> I'm dead. That's hilarious. A person to be around 
consistently. Really? That doesn't annoy me. Huh. That can blow my back out. Oh, and we can shit. go have fun together. Why does always have to be the blowing the back out? Can't well, it just be some nice missionary? No, bitch. Really? That's not what life is for. I can't. If I'm not doing the crip walk afterwards, I don't want it. Brittany. Oh, my God. Hi, Charlie. That's Brittany's <laughs> dad. He's watching the podcast. Anyway, so that's pretty crazy. And then um, we were talking the other day about a comedian friend of yours. Oh, my gosh. Yes. This is, is he such a friend a, of mine? Well, he's someone you know. He's a very popular comedian. Very popular comedian. Okay, so this is a debate Brit and I got into about when someone's in a relationship and does it matter that they're a person of status, do you think? Because I think it does. I think when people are in a relationship with somebody of status, the dynamic of the relationship changes slightly with fidelity. In that, I think some women will date guys for money or power or access or whatever, mm -hmm. and they are unfaithful. And I think they don't want to know what the guys are up to yeah and i think you have a very different opinion about this i do well because only because i'm married to my husband and everyone's like he cheats on her blah blah blah. But my husband literally just sits at home and like i think tommy's golf. an outlier yeah I think he's tommy's definitely different different yeah. i think the majority of, of famous, famous guys are not good guys yeah yeah i think whether it's a comedian or a singer musician, musician or whatever yeah. it is it's like you do this thing yes because you're an artist and you're following your dreams but also like oftentimes they're guys that weren't popular in school or yeah. they were like weird or outcasts or nerds and they didn't get girls growing up so now that they have fame and exposure they they are getting women and i think you know the example that we gave is this comedian you knew about he was was he married or engaged so he was <clears throat> He had dated my friend for a while. Yeah. Okay. And then they broke up. And then he started dating this other girl. And then they got engaged. Mm. But he was still fucking my friend like the whole time. Right. And you guys DM'd the fiance. And told her everything. And she stayed Didn't with him and blocked care. you. Blocked me. Mm -hmm. She used to follow me. And she stayed with him. And they had like, you know, yeah. they got married and... Yeah, and then see, you were saying how funny it is now that he's like doing stand up. He's like talking shit about being married. Well, yeah, you know, that's just the life cycle of a marriage. Or, you know, those those guys, I think, that don't stay in marriages or they're yeah. unfaithful. They, of course, it's like it's great or it's whatever yeah. until it's not. And then there's they start talking about how, you know, they're it's not natural and we're not meant to be married and all that stuff. But um I think my point was that the more I've been exposed to people in status relationships and I've known about infidelity, if ever I've had like I wanted to bring it to the woman or if I know somebody has brought it to the woman, oftentimes the woman will take it to their partner and then they gaslight her or lie to her or do whatever and then she just blocks it and shuts it down. And I think... I don't know. I think I'm just like really curious about women in these relationships. Like, are you just like, is it possible to stay in something just because you like the money and the life and all that stuff? I think without... a lot of women do. Yeah. And I think it's really sad because we literally sent her a fucking voice recording of him. Mm hmm. So it was his voice. Yeah. It's... And she heard it. Yeah. So it's him. So he can't even fucking lie. Yeah. And she still didn't give a shit. So that's the thing. I've had those kinds of receipts with friends and their relationships and even myself in those relationships where it's like they're, you know, married or with somebody or whatever. And I'm like, I just don't think these women want to know. I Which just is really sad because like I'm a girl's girl. And so I was like, I would want to know. Mm -hmm. So I would be happy if someone fucking told me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And instead of being mad at 
the girl, I'd be mad at my fucking, the guy being a piece of shit. But these girls, like, are like, I don't know what it is. Like, if their careers aren't great, she doesn't have, seem like Rick, she has a great career, you know? Yeah. Maybe it's just like she just wants the safety and security. Got knocked up right away. Like, was like, I'll get baby child support. Like, people are weird. There's also yeah. another girl that I know who I'm not going to say who obviously it is, but she told us when she was drunk one night that she's like, oh, I had to have a baby because just in case he dumps me, at least I get child support for the next 18 years. See, that yeah. is so crazy to yeah. me. Yeah, I've that... had a, a girl, that, yeah, say yeah. that to me. No, I know who And our my other friends, and we were all like, that's why you had a baby? Yeah. Like, holy shit, trying to lock him up. Yeah, it just makes me so uncomfortable to think about the the reasons why people will stay in a thing. And then for me, I'm like when something was like slightly off and I felt like suffocated or, you know, I couldn't grow in the relationship or whatever it was that it wasn't like this massive thing. Yeah. I still left. So I just can't imagine people staying in something. And I I understand that it happens. Yeah. But then I also try and put myself in that position. I'm like, if I am there for the money or for whatever. Do I really want to be bothered with the riffraff of knowing about the other women? Because I think it's like, you know. I just don't think I could ever be there for just the money. I'm such a hopeless romantic. It would hurt me so much. Every time I've ever been totally cheated on or like, you know, um, like anyone, any, anytime anyone's ever hurt me or like misled me in a relationship, I just get so devastated, you know, because I can't be with someone. I can't fuck someone I don't love. I just can't. I'm so like that. That makes one of us. I know, but there's like <laughs> there are women who are tough. I mean, fuck, I know it. Tommy's some of Tommy's guy friends. They cheat on their wives and go on fucking yacht mm -hmm. trips, and mm -hmm. the wives like must know because well, they do know. I think that's the thing. I think maybe you just sign up for it, and I think again, you got lucky. Like he's an outlier, yeah. but I do think like some people, and I try and put myself in that position, even like where I am now in my life, where I I know I just said I left when things weren't perfect in my first marriage but I try and think if I was married to somebody that I kind of understood that came with the territory if I would want to know about it or if I would just be like meh meh wow it's fine there's a lot of girls like that but then I say that and I think I can be that way but then I'm a Taurus you I know what I mean no I'm so jealous like yeah because if someone's fucking your man or he's like obviously something's not enough and he's going to get strange like that's gonna piss you off Oh my god, a hundred percent. Like even when girls would look at Chris for too long, I'll be like, I'll fucking slit your throat. Mm -hmm. We'll slit your throat and drink your blood, bitch. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, when I say this, I'm just speaking. I'm trying to put myself in the shoes of somebody I don't think I could ever. Yeah, I it's ever. it's it's. I definitely could never deal with that. I've never been good. The one guy that I was with that was cheating on me yeah, yeah, so yeah. much, it just destroyed me. Yeah, destroyed. Like I couldn't even exist. Yeah. I mean, but I also he wasn't taking care of me financially either. So right. it was like there was no plus side it was like i'm paying for all my own shit and you're cheating like yeah you know a lot of these guys take care of everything to make mm -hmm. sure like oh i'll pay for anything you want you have a credit card run it for however you mm -hmm. want get your nails done hair done whatever but i think i understand why these women get into it and yeah. then they're all of a sudden they're used to chanel and flying yeah. first class or flying private and whatever and they're like okay it's either i bite the bullet that he's you know fucking some girls on the side or i go back to flying coach and living in a one bedroom yeah, some girls don't want to do that. I'm like lucky that like I was able to make enough money on my own that I don't have to worry about that. You know what I mm -hmm. mean? Like that's why I hustle, you know? Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't want to ever have to worry that God forbid one day 
you know, something happens that mm. I'm going to be high and dry. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I want to be able to be okay. Yeah. It's scary, man. I think every girl should do that. I don't think anyone should ever just fully give in to the relationship. Yeah, I know. There's a part of me that really does want to be taken care of because I have been working so hard for so long that I'm like, could somebody fucking save me? Aww. Like, even when I was married, you know, we I had to help him get out of some like financial stuff that he was in from his last marriage. That wasn't great. And then once we kind of like leveled out, it was always just level. It was never you know, uh, I was never taken care of. And I think I do want that at some time. But I think I also see the point in that, like, if you give them the power to feed you, they, they give them now, the Now, taking care of you. for you, what would that mean? Would that mean more than just, like, a credit card that you can use? Or would that mean, like, you don't have to work? Like, this person's putting money in a bank account for you, like, kind of situation? Well, no, I don't need... Here's the thing. I have no doubt that my career is going to be successful. Like, I know that I'm going to be fine. But mm -hmm. I would love to just have somebody take me on a trip and buy Aww, everything. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Like, you do not, deserve that. Not everything be 50-50. And, like, was it 50-50 in your marriage? Yeah. Everything? Yes, Aww. and... It, and and I think that was great. You yeah. know what I mean? For all intents and purposes, because there there is also a thing. I don't even think it matters how much money you have, where there is a little bit of resentment that starts to creep in when you're taking care of someone. Like when I had to financially float him, I was a little resentful. I was like, why am I doing this? I don't want to do this. And then there was times where, you know, I don't think either of us ne like had no money coming in at any point, but like there were times where he was making money and I wasn't. And like, it, it, I think it's just natural to kind of resent somebody when you have to take care of them because it's hard enough to take care of yourself. Do you know what I mean? You know what's weird is like when I was making more money than all my boyfriends in my first two relationships and I had to take care of them, I actually didn't mind when they were like loving to me. But now as I'm like older, I'm like, I definitely would either want it to be equal or he makes more money. Yeah. Because I just that when I was taking care of them, it then turned into like a mothering. Yes. And it can turn to that very quickly as a woman because well, we're not only like nurturing, we like make the home and we clean and we cook and like I do laundry, like I do all these things, you know, and like then you're also paying for stuff. You're like literally their parent. Yeah, and it, I think it starts to feel transactional a little yeah. bit where it's like I paid for this so you have to be nice to me. Where it's like yeah. I want you to be nice to me because you want to be nice to me. Like that's one of the reasons why – you know, I'm so grateful that my parents cut me off really young. Like I was cut off financially when I was 16 and I just never had any help. Like I think my dad offered help once when I got my DUI. But other than that, like he's never really offered to help anything. And that like makes my relationship with my dad very genuine because I call him because I want to talk to him, not because he's paying for my rent. You know what I mean? Or he's paying for my phone bill or I feel like I owe him my time because he gave me money. Yeah. You know, so I feel like even in the parent child relationship, it becomes transactional and i've seen it with my friends who rely on their parents still where at our age i mean unfortunately yes wow. where they you know you just feel chained to a person and Ooh. imprisoned by that so yeah. it's like you know i want to make my own money but i also want someone who makes a ton of their own money and can show me like new fun things that i've never done mm -hmm. i want that yeah and that's so much to fucking ask Relationships are so complicated, man. I mean, oh, I know. Being married, being single, like it all has its pros and its cons. Yeah. It really does. And like you only know that like when you're in a relationship, yeah, there's a lot of great things and then when you're single, there's a lot of great things and you just have to yeah. figure out like what like it's so weird now that you're on the other side of it and you're single and I'm married like 
I see a lot of great things for yeah. you being yeah. a single person. And I'm like, you know, you're free. You can fucking sprawl out in bed. Yeah. You don't have to ask anybody about what to have for dinner, what they want for dinner. You can just order whatever mm. the fuck you want. You can go anywhere you want at any time without yes. reporting to anybody. You can say whatever you want. You can dress however you want. Yes. Like It's like you're a free, free woman. Yes. And when you're married, you have to be so considerate of all of those things. I mean... I remember like one of the things that was always on my mind when I was married and doing comedy was the first thought was always like, is Chris going to be mad at this? And then I had the other layer of, are his parents going to be yeah, mad at this? Yeah. You know, where you have to think about all of these other people and... um. I'm so grateful now to have the freedom to just say and do whatever I want. But I think really if I look back at it, I always had the freedom. I just didn't mentally give it to myself because I was trying to be considerate. And I don't think he ever was like, you can't say that or you can't do that. But like, I never wanted to hurt his feelings. Exactly. You're considerate. Yeah. You want to, yeah, you want to be, be considerate. We try to protect our partners. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think being single this time for me has been, It's less about the relationships and dating other people and more about my relationship with myself. Like, I think what I've really learned, and I know I talk about, like, having sex with basketball players and rah, 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 but, like, I'm very, I know what I'm doing. I'm very, not calculated, but, like, I have done a lot of work on myself this time to figure out how to love myself because I think for a long time I didn't, I didn't love myself and I was looking to you know, booty calls or external validation or whoever, whatever, whenever, wherever to give me to fill me up and be like, I deserve love and I want love. And I feel like this time I just this this time being single for me has been prioritizing self-love and figuring out like if somebody else is going to love me, I have to love myself first. And I don't think I loved myself first when I got into my last relationship. I think I absorbed all of my love from him and a lot of my self-worth, like our relationship was inherently codependent and a lot of my self-worth was based on the fact that he always loved me. And I remember in the marriage, I felt like I lost myself and I didn't have my own confidence. I didn't have my independence and I, I wanted it back. And it's funny now because I got it back and... The other night I was texting you this after I had two bad shows back to back and I came home and I just cried and I was like, this would have been so much easier when I was married because after a show you just come home and you have a dog and a husband that loves you and like he would just roll over and put his soft dick on me and be like, nothing matters, you know? And I was like, nothing does matter, you know? That's a really nice partner. He, yeah, he was, yeah, see. I'll have like up. a bad show and I'll come home and Tommy's like, no one cares. <laughs> no one cares. I'm like, oh. But that is also true. Like there's, yeah. it's a little nihilistic but it's also true. Like nothing yeah. matters, we're all gonna die. So I think, you know, it, it's ebbs and flows like you said there are pros and cons to being single and being in a relationship and I feel like being single can it's great when I can run away I can fly to New York I can fly to Paris I can do whatever with whoever whenever but I also am alone eating fucking mac and cheese by myself crying and I'm just like did I make a terrible mistake no (laughs) I don't think there's really any such thing as mistakes I mean I think we all do things in our lives and some things are fucking things we regret But I read a quote the other day that was like, each choice that we make shapes us in some way, Mm -hmm. you know? And we wouldn't be who we were 
oh who we are yeah if it wasn't even for the good and the bad mistakes you had something on your story i think today yeah, that said take away all of your mistakes and you erase who you are that's what it was and i love that because i'm like yeah i mean am i just my mistakes no but my mistakes are the they are the cornerstone for your character like every time you make a mistake you have a choice to go left or to go right to learn and to grow or to you know revert to chaos and kind of cope improperly with it and it's like yeah those mistakes are the things that the choices that we've made make us who we are yeah it's the truth you know we just have to we just have to be like everything is a learning experience and i think we're just here to learn we're all here to learn some people aren't learning some, some people, people are, are learning the fucking hard way, dude. Some people are learning a lot and some people just are not learning. Some people just keep repeating the same bad things they've done their whole life. It's so exhausting. I'm like, it Ugh. is, but then you have to think about yourself and the, the the number of times you've repeated the bad mistakes over and over again. It's like you get the lesson when you get the lesson and the universe keeps giving it to you until you fucking get it that's so true you know that's it's so like true. if you if you're like oh you know i i, I didn't quite la learn that lesson i'm gonna do the exact same thing it's like boom the Again, universe hit is with like, the same thing but it's just like heavier harder stronger yeah. more powerful yeah until you fucking get it until you're if you're not writhing on pain in pain on the floor <laughs> like just Facts. like what the We've been there. I just got hit by a fucking bus. Yes. If you're not writhing in pain trying to figure out how to make your life better, then you're really not learning. Facts. Life's fucking painful, man. Yeah, it's painful, but it's also beautiful. It really is. No and matter wish... how hard it is, sometimes I am grateful for every day. Yeah. I mean, listen, we're all lucky to be alive, whatever the point of this one life is. Life sometimes. What were you going to say? I wish what? I you don't remember. I oh, fuck. You ever had a clue? <laughs> And then you don't. <laughs> you ever have a thought that it just drove right Guys, through? we're getting deep over here on the podcast. I know. I feel bad because I feel like we have set the precedent where like we're going to come in and be like, ha, 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 ha dicks. <laughs> yeah. We, today was a non-dick episode. We do have a really fun guest today. His name is Morgan Jay. He's a really oh good gosh. friend of Britney's. Yes. So. And yeah, we're going to talk about our drug trip worse. They're insane. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Okay, love you, bye. Love you, bye. Guys, welcome to the podcast. This is the worst. We are back. We got a special guest today. <laughs> do I, do I, is it, do that I? That's amazing. your turn. <laughs> no, it's your turn. Morgan J. <laughs> oh my God, no, 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 no. no. I'm dead. <laughs> Our no. guest today, I love him. He is, he just blew the fuck up, but he's always been one of the funniest people I've, I've known. Like every time I see you perform, I'm just like, this motherfucker has got the sauce. I, I appreciate, she's, she's not glazing, you know? <laughs> she, she's speaking crazy. truth, you know what I mean? Like. I've been doing it 16 years, so... Yeah. Really? This, How uh, fucking yeah. old are you? I'm 37. I thought you were, like, 21. 21. Wow. Literally. He's wow. forever 21. Um, uh, it's the skin. It's the Brazilian-Italian skin. I, also, I think the job keeps us young. Really? Because I'm don't. also your age, and I don't think I'm looking 30. No, you look, <laughs> I think I'm looking, like, 45. <laughs> No, you look Stop great. It. You guys look great. Thanks. Thanks, yeah. Morgan. We're just fishing for compliments Of course. Over here. No, you guys look fantastic. Um, I was know. just talking to you the other day, yesterday, two days ago, about how when you sold me a computer at the Apple store. Oh, my God. You used to work at Apple? Yes. I worked at the Apple store for six years on the promenade in Santa Monica. And Did I, you sell so many computers? I sold so <laughs> many iPhones. And I and I have a joke about how I, I, was, I quit because I was going to get fired because I was giving discounts to everybody. He oh did. yeah! And Are I, you I, allowed I, I to do that? He gave me a student discount. He's like, "Do you want to pretend you're in school and get a discount?" And I was like, "Sure." Yeah. And so then he, you're like 32. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it was it was weird because you could just give discounts to anybody. You but can. The, any well, at any shouldn't. retail store, they can do it. They can do it. And so I'm out here doing this joke, telling people just give the discount. 
It doesn't matter. This shit don't. They're already making doubt billions, a, billions of dollars. I'm so offended that no one at Apple's ever get, given me a discount. Well, I would have given you one. Thanks. And not because you're like a, a well-known person. I would have just given it to you. That's so nice. Yeah. yeah, but now I'm pissed at all the times I've walked in there and been so nice to people that work there and no discount. It's bullshit. They yeah. can give you the discount. And then I had a coworker who, much like yourself, was like, are you allowed to do that? And it's like, why aren't we allowed to do it? Like, we're all going to be dead one day, well, like, Chad. This, this is all like, the, what are we doing here? Break the chains, dude. You know break I mean? the chains. You know, break out of the matrix. Wake up! Wake up, bro! <laughs> Break the chains. Speaking of chains, Facts. you told me that yesterday you were ratchet strapping oh. your girlfriend to the bed. So I think, we need, to, I think we need to dive in head first. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm dumb. Dumb, daddy, dumb, dumb. daddy. You're dumb. I'm a dumb kind of guy. Dumb. I'm not like I'm not Dom like <laughs> I'm not like uh, you know dressing up as the Godfather. But you know, I'm like I'm taking control in the bedroom. You know. Oh shit. And <laughs> me and my girl have been. You know, she likes to get tied up and stuff. What? And How did you discover that? No, she. We talked about it and communicated like adults. One, one day she was just like, <laughs> like oh. I, I guessed I tied her up one day and she was like oh my god stop actually I love it <laughs> no, I, no but like no. it's weird like how do you bring it up do you just go like hey man you, ever, you got some rope no, or like no, from, I mean from the first day we hooked up I mean we were like what do you like you know wow because you guys it, been together for a long time yeah we've been together for quite a while and, five years uh, six years yeah, five years like consistently, and then we've we've known each other for about ten years. Yeah, wow. And we used to do a lot of kooky shit together, mm. and I mean we still do. But sounds like it. But recently, <laughs> uh, I had these ratchet straps that I bought on Amazon. The, the ratchet straps are that's my camera, right? Okay. Ratchet straps you use to 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 put cargo in a pickup truck. Yeah, and it's like the. Yeah, it's like when you see yeah. like a, a pickup truck with like a bed and a dresser and a chair and, and everything and it's strapped. just ratchet strapped down. Yeah. And you're using like, these on your like 105 pound girlfriend. Yeah, uh, 105 pounds was very generous of you. Oh! Uh, <laughs> no, she's, she's a big gal. She's, she's like, she's a, she's five seven and she's, you know, she's, she, I'm not stressed. I'm fucking dead. I'm not stressed. So you had to get the furniture straps because the other <laughs> shit wasn't doing it. Well, you know, it's not like she'd fly away in the back of a truck. I had to fucking <laughs> tie, I had to tie this bison down. <laughs> I'm so fucked up today. I love her to death. No, so I rash the strap to the bed and then, uh, you know, I did my thing. What do I you know? What'd you did do? My thing. I, you know, I tickled her. No, I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I watched Game of Thrones yeah. <laughs> from start to finish. <laughs> uh, no, I, no, I had I had sex with her. And so you think you're gonna marry this girl? Or uh, probably. That's sweet. Yeah. That's sweet. I love that. It's a good story for the kids one day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, we're not having Let's kids. Tie mommy down. Oh, you don't want. No, kids we're gonna either. raise two beautiful bank accounts. Oh, I, I love, love that. that. Yeah. I'm a big dog person. Do you guys yeah. have dogs? She has a dog that is, I think, gonna die within a year, and then she also has a cat. <laughs> Because you're gonna kill it. <laughs> no, George doesn't Mike, like the ratchet George, <laughs> George Michael got three teeth. He could barely, he could barely walk. What Aww. kind of dog is it? It's like an Offenhauser. It's like this big. It's like Aww. never heard of that kind. Let me, of me see either. if I could find a photo. But uh, so you, know, you, you guys your, don't you, live together. You can make your your backdrop a slideshow. Did you know that? No, you have showed you me that still three have Apple's tricks up oh, your yeah. sleeve. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I have a question. Okay. So you don't live together? No, we, we we live like five minutes, not even five minutes from each other. We like we we like our space and. And I think that like when you combine the household, you 
I don't know, something just gets lost where you like kind of start being maternal or taking care of the other person mm-hmm. and it just is like less sexy. I think staying in separate yeah, households is and, the you know, move. And gives me, you know, makes me something to have my place looking cute and sexy and fun. And But don't you think it'd be easier if you lived together because there'd be less money on the, like you guys would be splitting rent? Yeah, I mean, eventually we'll do that. I think for both of us, she's a, she's a makeup artist for film and TV and um, she has a ton of like, she has a whole fucking extra room full of makeup and fake blood and prosthetics and all this stuff and, um, You're like I don't want that in my house. <laughs> well, no, I have I have in my own office, so we'd we'd like to have our own rooms and our own offices. And financially, I don't. I mean, you guys maybe... need like a seven bedroom. House. <laughs> I know, like, <laughs> literally, you know. Um, I we always yeah. joke. Ideally, we would love to have like two houses that are like like mirrored, and then they, they share like a little hallway, like a bridge. Like Frida, a bridge. Frida Kahlo did this with Diego Rivera, yeah. the painter. They had a, two houses in in Mexico, and they had a bridge. Yeah, we'd like that because but he cheated on her all the time. I mean, you know, motherfuckers are gonna cheat sometimes. What are you gonna do? Are you a cheater? No, we're, no, we're open. When I travel, oh, you I guys fuck are other in people. An open relationship? Don't give me that face. That way. Don't give me that face. It's been successful for years. Don't give me that face. We communicate a lot. Really? Yeah, she got she got a couple side guys, and you know, I got my girls around the country. You know, I can't. I guess I could just never. What are you do talking that? about? You're married to a musician. Yeah, I'm a, but, I'm he's a like, musician. but he's like very like one woman guy. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Like he is mm-hmm. a loyal dude. I mean, look, I know enough comics who cheat on their spouses and their significant others. So it's like, and I worked on a TV show where everybody on the fucking TV show cheated or mm-hmm. had a side chick or a baby mom or whatever the fuck. So I'm not gonna. I told her I was like, look, I really love you. Uh, I'm only gonna be an up and coming comic once in my life. Like I don't want to be 80 and, and look back and then be like, I didn't take like take advantage of this and have some fun. You know, I pr- I probably do it less now because it feels like the more your profile gets higher like the scarier it is to fuck a stranger in like columbus ohio you know yeah. what I mean? you know especially you be if you, careful especially you dick them down real good you know what i'm saying britney's you know <laughs> or if you pull out the fucking ratchet straps and then all of a sudden you're on fucking the I news I, i'm always worried when i do podcasts i'm gonna come off like a fucking douchebag but no it's oh, no, all no. good you're you know i'm here like i'm afraid i'm gonna come out off for who i am <laughs> yeah um but no so we have separate we have separate places she also has a cat and i'm like slightly allergic to the cat and even though I love the cat, the cat's, uh, although I think the name of the cat is so lame. It's What's like the name of the cat? Winnie Winifred. It's like every black cat is named Winnie. Like, get the fuck out of here. That's cute. Like every dog's named Nala. Oh, I've, I've never, never met a dog it. named Stop. Nala. <laughs> Can we get every, you're going to know, now you're, every time you meet a dog, you're going to see how many Nalas there are. I've never met one Nala. Not one. Only Lion King Nala. That's all I know about. Yeah. It, well, you're going to yeah. meet a lot of Nalas and they look like a, they look like Nala from Lion King and they name Nala. That's You'll wild. See. You'll see. Okay. So I want to talk to you about drugs. Look at that. I regret my dog's name is Nala. Why? Because everybody's name is Na- Nala, right? How many fucking... I'm swearing a lot. Where was... Where am I... Why am I acting this way all of a sudden? <laughs> Just a I'm a rant nice guy. Because I, I know, regret I like my Goldies. Yeah, Golden Retriever. Okay. I've okay, never met... Name in Australia Look at that. Okay. Yeah. I've never met any dog named hmm. Nala. You will know. I don't really get out much, though. You know what I'm talking about, right? I know three Nalas. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I mean, apparently you're fucking a lot of people, so I'm <laughs> not surprised. Yeah. But I'm not, so. Um, yeah. dead, Mike. Mike evens it out. Yeah. Um, so, so like, we're going to talk about your worst drug experience. Oh, yeah. Do you want to talk about it? Drug trip. Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, I, I hate to say it was kind of, it's kind of lame, but it was, it was an edible. It was a, it was a weed edible. Oh, no. Was, I had moved to Those LA. Uh, it was like my first year in LA. And uh, my friend was a big weed connoisseur. There was a chocolate edible in the freezer and we were going to the beach with his girlfriend and uh, it was like half a chocolate bar. And I was like, how much should I take? He's like, just eat the half a chocolate bar. I was like, all right. So we get to the beach 
I basically sat at the beach. I was Im- immobile. For, I, I was immobile for like two hours. I like it was. No. It's almost like I went under anesthesia. Oh my! It felt like God. that, and I just sat there with my feet in the sand, and I, I felt like an, I was like in a vegetative state. <laughs> You're just like Stephen Hawking. No, on honestly, the beach. it felt like that, and uh, I felt cold, and they had to like put a blanket on me. It was. I felt like I was like a like a going through cancer treatment, like going through chemo. Stop. I was like freezing or some shit. You know? Did you were you unhappy inside your head? Like, oh fuck, I can't wait till this I ends. Like it i wanted it to end and then uh they 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 were going to like a, another party or something and they just like put me in the bedroom and i fell asleep for four hours Aww. and then like they eventually got me chinese food and i felt better but it was just like i wish there was more to the story but it was like you know now i love edibles because i don't really like to smoke really? it, fucks, it fucks my voice up you know yeah uh, <laughs> dead um but uh but yeah, man, and it was just like so this, the, the you... world was spinning. Everything was fucking spinning, and uh, it it just was not a good experience. And it made me never want to do edibles again. Eventually, I figured out dosing and different products that are right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um, the edible, I'm trying to think if there was anything else. Edibles are the fucking worst. Dude, that mine was also an edible. It was really bad. What, what was it? It was like a half a Jolly Rancher. Oh, really? And someone was like, yeah, man, just eat half the Jolly Rancher. And I'm looking at it like, oh, it's so small. And the person There's... that tells you to do it is always somebody who like smokes weed nonstop yeah, from the, the, yeah. the start of the day to the and end of the day. And they hand it to you in the most shady condition. Like it's in a oh. shitty plastic bag. Oh, or yeah. Like, yeah. like there's no it's fucking... been half sucked. Yeah, there's like no, like it looked like it had been sucked on. There yeah. was like no label, like no saying how much milligrams <laughs> it was. Is... Like it's just in a plastic bag in yeah. his pocket, and he's like, "Oh man, it's just a fucking little weed, just a little bit edible. Yeah. Just eat half of it, you'll be fine." This and was... I split it with my friend. This was at the comedy store, by oh, the way. Boy. I'm not going to say was who, who gave it to me. No, no, no. This was like ten years ago. Okay. And me and my friend were fucking tripping balls. Yeah. Like I thought my feet were made of wheels. Like yeah. I didn't think I was you don't walking. Feel like heavy? I thought I was floating. Oh yeah. No, yeah. like I couldn't feel myself walking, yeah. and then it just felt like like shit would happen or people would be talking, and I just couldn't process it. Like yeah. I couldn't understand anything anyone was saying. Somebody's at talking. All. It's like zero, but yeah. It was just weird. Like everything yeah. was really slow, and I was like, dude, this is a fucking nightmare. It was horrible. Mm-hmm. I never did it again. You know, what about a, have you done a mushroom gummy or something like that? Dude, no, I'm way too mentally ill. Really? Yeah. Or or would it help? No, I think it made me worse. I don't know. Because they somebody... say people that have like psycho psychoticness in their family, like Is somebody in your your family. Yeah, I have have... schizophrenia in my family, oh, yeah, and they, they say that you can open the portal. Yeah, it could. Uh, that happened to somebody I went to college with. You know, yeah, and could, I've known uh... like three people it's happened to. No, we don't have that in my family. Lucky you. But, like, we I, just I, got I love mushrooms. Meatballs and uh, spaghetti sauce yeah, in my family. Meatballs, spaghetti, rice and beans on one side, spaghetti and meatballs on the other. <laughs> I'm dead. What about yeah. you, B? Mine was a mushroom trip. It was oh, the really? worst. Yeah. I, when I was in college, do? I don't remember. I was in college and this waitress that I worked with, she had mushrooms and she's like, do you want some for like you and your friends? And I had never done them before. So I just took like one mm. on my way home and it was great. And then I was like, yes, I want like a ton. And I didn't know what that meant or what I was doing. I just knew I wanted oh, a lot no. oh, and I got a lot. And then I went and I did them with my friends and I didn't know how much I was supposed to be doing. And I clearly did too much and I lost my hearing 
<gasps> like completely lost my hearing. Wow. And I was like, this isn't real. Certainly this isn't real. And there was one girl there, Paige. She played on the women's basketball team and she couldn't do drugs because she played on the basketball team. So she was sober and everybody else was like tripping balls. And I was like looking at the TV like this. And I was It was like, on mute. She's like, I can't hear it. <laughs> That's what I said. I like wrote on a piece of paper because I also <laughs> couldn't speak. Because like when you can't hear, you can't talk. So I was just like making inaudible noises. Oh my God. And so I wrote on a piece of paper is the TV on? Keep in mind, there's all sorts of other noise that I also wasn't hearing. Like people are having conversations. So yeah, I wrote on a piece of paper. I was like, is the TV on? Can you turn it up? And she was like, it's on. And she turned it up and I was like, oh fuck. I was like, this is- You're just like having a Vietnam. Like you're like- Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Tinnitus. I was like, oh my God. I was like, I did it. I finally fucking did it. When did the hearing come ruined my life. So it was like two or three hours later, Uh I went downstairs to smoke a cigarette because I was like- I was still fucking everyone was coming down and I had taken so much I was still just like going up and I went down and I was smoking a cigarette and I saw these people across the street and they were fighting and this kid punched the other kid and the the guy was like that's no good for mushrooms this guy was like tomorrow's fucking Thanksgiving what am I going to tell your family I'm like what is he going to tell his family I was like oh I can hear oh wow you were just watching oh two people fighting outside? Fist fighting. And this sounds so chaotic. Where were you? In Milwaukee, just downtown. Yeah, it's a college right. yeah, college campus. Have you been people to Wisconsin? Are... No. It's so... I did I'm a show in Milwaukee. Now. And uh, no, it was West Bend. It was like outside of Milwaukee. Yeah. yeah. And uh, after the show, I went to like a dive bar. It was like a Friday night. It wasn't even a dive bar. It was a cute bar. But you know, I realized people in Milwaukee and Wisconsin, there's like 56-year-olds just... On a Friday night, going to these bars and having drinks, and like that's what they're doing. All you do is like full, full blown, like you know, I don't know. My my mom is sixty five, so she doesn't really be going, or sixty seven, I guess. But they're out there just drinking, and that's all they do. That's all there is to do. Yeah, yeah. They're so friendly. They're so polite. Where did you say you're from again? I'm from Jersey, but my like I said, my mom's from Brazil. My dad's from was was raised in Argentina, but. Sorry to take away from your your mushroom story. Oh my god, no, 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 that was it. I lost my hearing and then I made a deal like to never do mushrooms again and I didn't do them ever again until my last relapse and then I like microdosed and it was like very chill but yeah it's different you know when you don't know the dosing when you're like yeah. I feel like everything changed now where the dosing is like on the package oh, that I you buy it on where it's like, yeah it's like I, actually like labeled I had a sack of mushrooms I met yeah. a girl. it's always the sack that fucks yeah. you up the no, random I, bag I do these very like organic all natural gummies that this elf brought me I know it <laughs> sounds weird I'm serious I did a show in Brea and this girl oh. DM me and was like I'd love to bring you some product and I go okay she shows up with elf ears. Stop. Yeah, elf ears and g- g- gives me them. And then the next day I took them with Lily and we took two gummies each. And it was like the best. It was the best experience. It was mushrooms? Had. Yeah, it was. They're incredible. Mushroom they're, gummies? Yeah, they're an amazing. I think they're an amazing. I'm like, they're so good. I'm like, want to invest in, in How the How does company. that make you feel? Like happy? The way I describe it, it's like, it's like when you have two or three drinks without the feeling of like, the alcohol oh. it's like the giddiness and the the oh, fun and that sounds great the come down isn't too bad and you're not going to feel hungover the next day yeah. you might feel a little bit like like lower sad i don't want to use the word sadder but it's not going to compare the way you felt the day before because what happens is like your brain is flooded with a certain you know chem- chemical or whatever serotonin, serotonin in yeah. a way but it, but in a natural way i don't you know and that's why you know mushrooms is like a it's not like a do everyday drug you know, yeah, it's yeah. like you do a little today. But some people it's like, do. They, really? Some people I have a friend that takes day, it yeah. every day because she has like real bad depression. Apparently uh, it's like 
instead of taking antidepressants, she takes mushrooms now. Yeah, that that that's that makes and sense. And it's helped a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's just like a tiny bit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm too scared. Like I've even tried just like lion's mane at the grocery oh, store yeah. and I was like, like it like, made me so fucking yeah. just a mushroom. I felt like I was on fucking crack. Yeah. I was like, let me kill my whole house. Let me do it again. Like, is that a piece of dust? Let me get it. Like it was just psycho. Yeah. Dude, lion's Locked mane fucks you up. Are you guys on are you guys on antidepressants right now? Yeah. No. What do you want? Effects are. Effects are you're not on that? I've been raw dog in life. Raw dog in the yeah, emotions. She's... Damn. Yeah. That's why, I was, that's why I was down low, you know, because I, I go down there and I, I can see that. Comedy does not help that. Fist fighting the demons, no, dude. I comedy fucking, does not help that. Because yeah. even if you have a good set sometimes, and if you have a tendency to self-loathe, you walk off and you're like... That was my worst. Fuck, that's it. It wasn't good. Yeah. And then everyone's like, you were the best. I do <laughs> yeah. this all the time. Yeah. I feel like I've gotten to a point now with comedy where I'm numb to whether or not I do well. Yeah. Like I used to when I first started, if it was a great show, I was like, that's my whole identity. If it was a bad show, that was my whole identity. And now I'm just like, well, how, do you, just well, how do you decide whether you did well or not? Is it based off of the, the crowd reaction? You know when you do well. You're a comic. Well, You've been a comic forever. You know when you have a good set. Well, well, now it's different for me because I used to I used to be like, well, the crowd, you know, oh, the crowd didn't laugh. So I, I clearly sucked. But now it's like. You know, I, I try to write material or do things that I like enjoy. I make sure I try to. I have to be the. I always say this. I have to be the first one to like the show. Yeah, that's great. You know, so it's like, great. so like, if I don't like the show, how can I expect them to like it and then do this show over and over again for like five years? Yeah. So it's like really important. I tell comics like, write the jokes or the show or the set that like you want to see, and it might be wildly different than the set you're doing now. Yeah. I mean, that's why I, I, I do music now. Like I used to yeah. do stand up for six years. And I, I do jokes a little now, but, um, you know. That's what made you pick up a guitar? Well, I had audition. I had audition for JFL twice. Uh, and I was like, I really wanted that, you know, and I ran the same six minutes over and over and over again. And then both years, nothing happened. No callback really? or anything. Yeah. And then this is when I was like 24 or 25, 24. And I just was like, I wasn't, wasn't having fun. I did. I didn't like it. And I like had to be like, you know, Morgan, if, if you don't like this, you, either you got to stop doing it or you got to figure out a different way to do it. And that's when I kind of was like, well, let me uh, write a couple songs and see, because I would always fuck around the guitar. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that, and that kind of changed it a little bit. And the only thing I was really fighting with the guitar was the fear of the, the judgment of my peers. Because having doing music in comedy, people, you know, think it's it sucks until you're killing it. And then you're like... Oh, you know, Adam Stanley, Reggie Watts, uh, Bo Burnham, yeah. all these people, look, they did it, you know, but if, you, if you're not good at it, it's like either or, it's like you're either yeah. great at it but, or you're trash, yeah. Yeah, I think you've always been so good at it that I remember anytime I saw you on a show, I was like, oh, the show is going to be good because you're on it, like, and you have so much fun with it, like, that's oh. the thing, I think people know when comics are having fun and when they're not. Yeah. Um, And you just have clearly so much fun. I have to have fun, no, yeah. truly, I, I gotta have fun, and then I think I try to have parts of the songs um all there are parts of the songs that are exactly the same and then every show there's parts of the songs that are meant to be different every show yeah hmm. so that way for me at least it's exciting yeah. each time you know that's so I cool love that okay yeah. we're gonna get into our drug trip worse from our sorry fans yeah. no it's okay Brittany. i want you to read the first one with a russian accent a russian accent oh, <laughs> okay my worst drug trip was when i was on 
2CB acid. I don't even know what that means. I was on a punk gig and met one friend. He asked me to share my acid with him, so I just decided to pour it on the bar table. The bar staff noticed it and they catch me. <laughs> they then called the police. I got 2.8 years in what? penitentiary in Russia, nearby St. Petersburg. Food there was awful. No hot water, no summer, drug trip for 2.8 years in penitentiary. Now I feel myself better and I definitely needed this experience. <laughs> Holy fucking shit, dude. Russians are gnarly, Thank dude. Thank you for trusting me on that one. Yo. By the way, you just dove in with the accent. Yeah, I can do any accent. Yeah. I can actually do any accent. But that's like kind of fucked up, dude. They went to jail for Just three for pouring years? it on the fucking bar? Yeah. You went to 2.8. But was that person American in Russia? No, no, no. Clearly Russian, clearly how they're talking. Food, they're awful. No hot water, oh, drug in summer, drug okay. trip. Two okay, point honestly, two, uh, almost three years with no hot water means you're taking cold showers. Do you know how like, good that is for you? Yeah, she probably oh, yeah. got in like probably super good happened. shape. That's why at the end of it, it was like, what did they say at the end? I definitely needed this experience. Yeah. Doing a little Wim Hof in the fucking Yeah. Almost cold showers. Is that a guy or a girl? What do you think? I think a guy. I think maybe, yeah, probably a guy. But like, how crazy to like, you guys been to Russia? Never. No, scares me. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to go. Russia the and China, American, no thanks. American main me uh, America, American main media. Wait, has scared me to go there. I've been yeah. to China. Have you been to China? I haven't. My brother, my my sister in law is Chinese. Yeah. Yeah. China's I mean, she's like American, really. I mean, it's like honestly, it's crazy. It's like very. It's very safe. Yeah, it's totally. No safe. It seems very safe. Yeah, same with Japan. Um, the thing is, it's like the air quality is so bad. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, I was in Beijing and it was just like, I mean, you think we have smog here. Beijing. Oh, really? Yeah, it was gnarly. And then I went to like the markets where they have all the animals. Oh, and that. oh Like, that just made me What's like, What's the craziest nah. animal you saw? Dogs. Um, they were hung up. There's a little dog in a cage out dogs. there. Wrigley. I know they had like dogs, but they're stripped of Who's all their fur. What's called a cattle instead of a cage? A Who's cage. It's his house. He's in his house. Um, but it was actually oh, yeah. really, really gnarly. And I just remember like, I mean, it's just so weird. Like everyone lives so differently. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in other places, like that's just, that was crazy. But yeah. yeah, anyway, how about this one? Okay, this one. In 2022, my grandpa passed away. Growing up, I never took into consideration how privileged my family was and how successful they were. My uncles, my aunt, and my mom had stories where they would travel a lot, eat caviar, basic rich people shit. Mm. A month after my grandpa passed away, I was also depressed because I was just fired from a job for going to my grandpa's funeral. My friends invited me to a bonfire, not a bonfire. It's a bonfire. It's Whoever both. wrote this in, I want you to know, even though I like that you're bonding over bond the fire. A bonfire. <laughs> a bonfire. A James Bond fire. And they had all types of shit. I never had tried acid, but I was curious. They tell you when you do acid to keep a good mindset, and I tried my hardest, but that failed. <laughs> As I started hallucinating, I heard my friend's laughter starting to get louder and deeper, and it really fucking freaked me out. I was trying my hardest to avoid the fire, but when I looked at it, I saw my grandpa standing next to <gasps> the fire Whoa. he kept looking at me with the darkest face i had ever seen on anyone i was trying to get a hold of him in my arms when i stood up to get him he had jumped into the fire oh, no. at this point some of my friends knew i was hallucinating and grabbed me before i ran into the fire 
Later that year near Christmas, I got super drunk and let out my secrets. I told my family about my acid trip. When I mentioned it, the room went dead silent and everyone, including my uncles, my aunt, my grandma, and even my mom looked like they had seen a ghost. My uncle ended up telling me that my grandpa had sold his soul for wealth right before he married my grandma. When I look back at the the bonfire... (laughs) It, it it's almost like oh, wow. it was his way of communicating that he went to hell oh my god i wish they would elaborate on what, That's so how spooky. he sold his soul you know what i just thought would be really funny can you go back to the email if he was like unrelated to the the hallucination he was like D- i let out all my secrets i told my family i was gay like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like out of nowhere yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this oh has nothing god. to do with the acid that? but i got was gay but Wait, how that? do you sell your soul is that a real no, thing so he didn't marry for love or like he uh he married this woman because maybe his family had money. I mean, I think you can sell uh, your you know? soul. I do think you can sell your soul. Otherwise, so many people wouldn't be talking about it. Like everyone says that you can do it. So yeah. I think you do can. Do you ever like really witness any of that shit though? I never have. Not me, but apparently this person did. Yeah. We're not in, We're not at that level. No. <laughs> That's like no... Jay-Z, Beyonce, yeah. Illuminati level. Yeah. Do you think the Illuminati's real, Jay? Uh, I think... Uh, Morgan? To... <laughs> I called you Jay. People call me Jay. I don't know why like that, that happens. I really I th- think you should sell those Morgan Jays too. I know. The joints. You sell joints? Yeah, That's smart. Morgan Jays, or at least yeah. rolling papers. Yeah. yeah. That's smarter. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think to a certain extent there are people that that uh, you know like they 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 pull strings you know what i mean yeah did yeah. you guys ever hear about um what is it called something grove bohemian grove and there's like if you google bohemian grove it's like all these famous presidents like bill clinton all these people they would go there and dress mm-hmm. up in big black capes mm-hmm. and oh, there was yeah. a giant owl in the middle of the forest, yeah, it's skull and bones, and people would they would like sacrifice people. Where there, there. where there's smoke, yeah, there's Bohemian fire. Grove, and they touched upon yes, this where in there's smoke, there's fire. And yes. they touched upon this in uh, what's that show with Kevin Spacey, House of Cards? They did. Yeah, they did. There was like a whole sequence where a bunch of these people went to yeah, like into the forest and this cabin shit. And yeah, you so want to know the crazy thing is that there's actually photos. Like it's not like a thing where people go, no. oh, it's a conspiracy theory. Like no, it like actually no, exists. Yeah. No, there's definitely. Well, it's, there's I mean, definitely things in the protected by a sophisticated security system year round. Yeah. Yeah, I mean like there are you people You can't just go there. Yeah, there are people doing these things and it's also like you know, I mean, Stephen Hawking was at Epstein's Island, dude. It's like people are doing weird shit. I just feel like anyone who was I don't even know like I knew it was bad to be obviously be there, but it was almost like one of those things where I think Epstein was just so rich that it was almost just like friends with rich people. Yeah. You don't always know what you're getting I mean, into, you know? We've for sure been at parties with questionable people. Yeah, exactly. When you look back and you're like, I probably shouldn't have been at that. Or gone house. to parties where I was like invited and then I was kind of like, ugh. Yeah. You know what I, I, got, mean? I got invited to do a, a gig in the Seychelles Islands. My agents brought me for a chic. But it was like a thirty-hour trip there and a thirty-hour back. Thirty. It's. I don't know if you know where that is. I didn't know where it was. That's far as fuck. The Seychelles Islands are like off the coast of Kenya. Yeah. And it was for a like a secret sex party. And I. Didn't, they were like, "Can you just play your guitar and like we're all gonna be fucking?" <laughs> I, I guess I was the entertainment beforehand, but I I didn't do it. But if I did it, I would have had to sign an NDA. It was like a weird. And they were gonna pay you a bunch of money, right? It honestly wasn't enough. Like, it oh, wasn't enough. Yeah. And I had just got off the road, and I was like, I don't want to travel to the Seychelles Islands to do this. Because those sheiks, they pay, like, some of the top models oh, yeah. and actresses, like, a hundred yeah. grand to spend a night with them. You fly in, fuck them, and fly Lily out. Lily and I talk about that. We're just down to do some House of Cards shit. dude. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway. 
pretty okay, wild. So this is what it says about Bohemian Grove. On July 15th, 2000, Alex Jones and his cameraman, Mike Hansen, clandestinely- Alex Jones? Yeah, dude, he exposed the shit out of Clin- it. They filmed that shit. Okay, what's that word? Clandestinely entered Bohemian Grove and shot footage of the cremation of care ceremony. Jones claimed it was a ritual sacrifice. From this footage, documentary filmmaker John what? Ronson produced the episode, The, Sat- the Satanic Shadowy Elite, in which he characterizes the proceedings as an overgrown frat party while Jones produced produced dark secrets inside Bohemian Grove describing what he said were satanic rituals. Yeah, this shit's real. Like, Dude, it's so dark. Yeah. Why the black cloaks if you're just having a frat party? Right. And why the giant owl lit on fire? The black cloaks are so you can't see the blood splashes all over yeah, the place. Or their fa- or the people's faces yeah. that are there. It's fucking shady, yeah, dude. Eyes crazy. Wide Shut is like a real film. Anyway, I wonder if that person is who wrote in is a boy or a girl, and if they're single, <laughs> could they slide in my DMs because I want some blood money. Oh, shit. Brittany. Come on. Am I reading this one? Wants a little, nobody wants caviar, I'm but dead. you don't get my caviar. You want to read mommy? <laughs> sure. Oh, my Where'd God. Go? The screen just fucking went away. Right. Here we go. It was midnight on Christmas night, and my husband and I... After our first Christmas together and only two weeks married, are packing to go on our mini moon the next day. For those of you who don't know, a mini moon is half of a whole honeymoon. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm sorry. I'm tired and want a good night's sleep so I can be fresh for the eight-hour car ride. So I take some kava kava. Oh, hell yeah. I love that it's shit. It's innocent as they sell this at Whole Foods. I close my eyes and drift off. I wake up at 4.30 a.m. confused and walk to the washroom. Everything is so loud. My body is heavy, and it feels as if I'm being beaten by a million hands. I can hardly find the toilet paper. My mouth is so dry. I start to panic. I realize I can hardly hold on to my thoughts. I wake my husband up, and I say, I feel strange. Half forgetting who he is, and hardly able to get out words. I remember thinking, why is he so slow? (laughs) Doesn't he know I'm dying? I don't care about you finding clothes to put on. Come hold me in my last breath, of, or at least call me a damn ambulance. My soul is holding on for dear life as my mind is more confused than ever. By this point, my heart is beating so fast, I'm basically vibrating. I told him about the kava. Maybe it was contaminated? Maybe I ate mold? He takes the bottle and says, babe, this is clearly mushrooms. <gasps> it says cosmic kava. Oh, no. And it has a giant psychedelic mushroom <laughs> on it. I was going to say, because I take regular kava. In denial, I still wonder how could I have drugged myself. I swear the guy at the counter assured me it was only kava and would help me sleep solid. I laugh hysterically and think to myself, what a fuck up to not even get to enjoy this damn mushroom trip. An hour later, he packs the car, gets me in it. I vaguely remember saying, thanks, mommy. (laughs) I mean, daddy. I mean, I mean, help. Bro. First of all, Morgan, you have to read all of our submissions. Bro. You are so good. Dude, that threw me through a fucking loop because yeah. I take Kava Kava. I take Herb Farm Kava Kava and it's great. It's very calming. So this actually freaked me out because uh, I was like, is wait. Is that, that nasty shit you gave me that tastes I like... I gave you some Kava Kava. It makes my whole mouth go numb. We got to drop it either in water or put water in your mouth. Oh, yeah, you wow. can't drop any of these tinctures in your mouth with nothing's going to burn your like throat. Oh, wow. Well, but it's very calming. It's all natural. Yeah. You can get it at like sprouts. Like it's like not like drugs. You know, it's like very natural. But yeah, that's crazy. I was like freaked out for a second. I'm like, damn, can it fuck you up like that? Because Dev I never mean, did that to me. There is nothing worse than accidentally taking yeah, a drug. Yeah, like yeah. when you know you're about to fucking trip, it's one thing. But when you accidentally take oh, a drug, it's Did you ever like, have your parents have like a empty bottle, like I have a water bottle in the fridge, fill of vodka and actually take a swig from it? No. 
like because oh yeah we had a oh that happened to me <laughs> <laughs> what happened sorry no, I fucking so, blacked so out. my mom had there was a like a bottle of arrowhead water in the fridge i thought it was water oh, dead i went it, to drink it yeah. it was like full-on vodka because when we would go to the beach during the summers my mom would bring like mixed drinks water, and alcohol yeah. oh, to the beach and like make the drinks God. at the yeah. beach and i didn't realize and i took a swig and i spit it out because i did not expect it because you know right when you're a, not expecting alcohol and you get alcohol it's oof. bad were you so yeah. upset it was gross. How old were you? I must have been in high school or something. Oh, okay, yeah, it's just nasty. I don't even like yeah. the taste of alcohol now, so I don't. Yeah. I don't drink. Or Every anything. time I go back to Wisconsin and I order a drink at the bar, and I'll just order like a soda water. They <laughs> always give me vodka in it because they can't fathom Somebody's somebody not, not drinking. drinking. Oh, like I remember last time. Do you smell like, it beforehand? No, but oh no. I need to I need to start because now it's been like the fifth time. But like, <laughs> they like keep... I finished the whole thing. I just had to make sure. No, 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 no. I taste alcohol now. And I'm like, <sighs> literally uh, like yeah. my friend, she's like, do you want a single or a double? And I was like, no booze. And then Please. she gave me vodka. And I was like, I said no booze. And she's like, oh, I thought you like couldn't afford it. And I'm like, you're not like helping me out. Oh my like, God. I'm a raging alcoholic. I'll burn this restaurant. To oh, the my God. Like, yeah. Morgan, so. do you drink? Yeah, occasionally, occasionally, but not as much anymore. And especially when I'm touring, I don't smoke or drink or anything. I'm actually nice. pretty boring. The cool. only thing I do is fuck strangers. So. Oh, hell all yeah. right. All right. Well, yeah, yeah, that, we'll just read the next one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, this one's called Mrs. Sheeran. So it was in New York. It was <laughs> in New Year's Eve, 2015. I was at a party drinking all night, and I rarely ever smoke weed, but decided to that night. Uh-oh. I know some of the best songwriters, artistic people. I create. Oh, create create their best work while high. And I felt lost in life and was confused about a miserable relationship I was in. So I decided to write any great thought I had in my notes app throughout the night. I had written stuff like stay blonde forever, lose weight and get breast implants, find a wholesome dad to marry like Danny from Full House. You couldn't even find a man like Uncle Jesse. You get one life and he's out there for you. You sound like Jennifer Coolidge. Right? Yeah, because yeah. okay, that's great. what I'm imagining. Stay yeah. blonde forever. Yeah. Later on, we started watching YouTube. And it was my first time seeing Ed Sheeran's Thinking Out Loud music video. I didn't even know who he was before, but I felt this intense connection to him instantly. I played the song over and over and over. I learned every word so quickly and I felt like I was swimming inside the song i felt like he wrote the song for me and my purpose on this earth was to be with this new man i discovered my absolute soulmate ed sheeran who by the way is not my type lol i listened to the song probably 62 times in a row that night while some others were trying to sleep on the living room couch i sang it at the top of my lungs so many times and eventually started bawling because i had so much clarity and the world felt so beautiful because i'd found my forever love this is from weed no she was on molly clearly oh molly anyways guantanamo bay by the way in guantanamo bay this is a form of torture they do I'm dead. <laughs> Anyways, it's been nine years since then, and every New Year's Eve, I still get texts saying, happy anniversary, Jess and Ed. Hilarious. Oh, shit. Dude, it's, I kind of feel bad for celebrities sometimes because people like have these experiences and then become like obsessed with them yeah. and then start sitting outside their house and shit. They're like, what do you mean? You wrote that song for me. Don't you remember? That's like, it's kind of scary, dude. Like, people get obsessed. Sounds like that weed was laced. Yeah, because yeah, that's not just from that's weed. Molly. That's I don't, Molly. I don't know about like, like, having that reaction from weed but no yeah that's that's pretty wild something else anytime she said she rarely evers though but maybe it was yeah it definitely had something in it jess sorry about that 
Well, I hope you and Ed have Honestly, a great relationship. Honestly, that doesn't sound like a bad trip, though. That sounds like a pretty... <laughs> that sounds like fun. Yeah. Not like, the worst just... one we, we saw we read yeah. about today. Although she did fall in love with a ginger, so that's pretty bad. Oh. <laughs> Very dangerous. Anyway. Um, I had just graduated high school and was working at a bar serving tables. I started talking to a guy who was one of my regulars. He was hot and older than me, so I thought it was cool and he was that he was interested in me. He would always come in with a bunch of friends who all seemed like a lot of fun. They invited me to one of their birthday parties and said they had a party bus and were going to a club downtown where they could get me in. I was 18. Before we left, we were all standing in the birthday dude's living room taking shots. Uh, wait, but she said before we left twice. Okay. Um, we were standing in the dude's living room taking shots when he pulled out a bag of Molly mm. and said, everyone take one. Oh boy. I had never done anything other than drink and smoke weed. So I was hesitant, but everyone in the group was doing it. So I gave into the peer pressure and took this big black pill. Uh -oh. Yes, I know Molly isn't black. Driving to the club, I had a blast dancing like a straight stripper on the pole in the bus. I had so much energy and felt amazing. 30 minutes after we got to the club, I crashed. I started performing profusely sweating i'm talking my hair was soaking wet from the roots to the end oh, Yeesh. Nice. i had five inch heels on and every time i tried to stand i felt i fell so i took the heels off and went to the dance floor at this point my body wasn't really working the only oh. thing i could do is sway back and forth oh, no. i stayed on the dance floor until i heard the dj stop the music point at me and say damn we all need to be whatever on whatever she's on <laughs> um <gasps> men in the club proceeded to come up and take pictures of me with wet ass hair Aww. sweated off makeup oh, and bare man. dirty feet that would later be posted on instagram Aww. needless to say we got back to his place i called my mom to take me to the hospital <laughs> because i knew something wasn't right the doctors informed me i had taken meth oh, oh we boy. know this one uh these weird fucks gave me meth and on top of that they stole 600 cash from my purse oh, what a no. fucking time dude nightmare that's like the, the that best story one time I had. You that's why that I, people, people give me drugs at shows i don't i don't usually take you took the give. elf girls drugs though well, it was like, it was a like very, company. She's a it was, magical it was fairy. Very, it was in very professional packaging yeah. with dosage on the back. I was yeah. like, oh, there you That's go. Legit. Okay. It felt legit to me. It wasn't yeah. in like a Ziploc but bag. But people have given me joints like in a Ziploc bag, and I'm like, thank you so much. Yeah, where did the wise right never take a black pill? Yeah, never did. I took a black pill once. It's the last thing you'll do. You know. Yeah. I just feel like you gotta have Crystal a death meth? wish if someone just hands you a pill and you just take it. You could take a, a pill of meth. Don't you have to smoke meth? Or no, you can take it. I took a pill of meth once too in Vegas. And uh, did you not know it was meth? No, I didn't know. I, th I thought I was like doing a slick drug deal. I said uh, I wanted M and then they gave, because I wanted Molly and they gave me meth and I stayed up for oh, three days. No. And it was horrible. But it's funny, like all the people on the internet are like, this story is a lie. That's not true. And I'm like, and now here's yeah, another one. Like, yeah, okay. same thing happened. Yeah. Was, like, Dude, you guys happened. are crazy, man. Well, I mean, I don't think, I think alcoholics and addicts <clears throat> will take anything. I don't, you know. Yeah. Just it's a feel, disease, just, baby. Just to not feel whatever they're feeling. Like, uh, just to not be with my own thoughts. Of course, yeah. You know? Damn. The phone is the new one. I just go to sleep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to think. I'm like, good night. <laughs> At any point, just go to sleep. Um, do you want to read this one, Morgan? Morgan, please. <clears throat> okay, th this one's called The 70s Were Far Out, man. My worst drug trip story happened in the ninth grade back in 1979. I ran up the teacher's desk, freaking out, ran up to the teacher's desk, freaking out and yelled, we're all gonna die! Help me make it stop! My girlfriend was loaded into an ambulance at that moment, and we took the same drug. They called it T, or T. <laughs> T-E-A. T-E-A, yeah. back then. 
Uh, I'm not even sure what it is. So I ran out of the classroom and hid in the bathroom until I was able to sneak out before they found me. I made it home and hid under the bed until it started to go away. Then I told my parents I wasn't feeling well and I was going to bed early. What a nightmare. I now don't take anything or even get drunk because I'm afraid of that feeling oh of losing control. Tea, I wonder if it's ice, iced tea. What's Crystal that? meth. Oh, is that what they call it? No, iced tea is a person. I'm just trying to connect the dots here. Can we Google what tea might have Yeah, been? what's the street name for tea? Yeah. I was such a fucking puss in high school. I didn't do any drugs. I didn't do drugs in high school, but not because I was a pussy because I had no friends who would give them to me. <laughs> That's kind of sad. <laughs> I I did, yeah, I, I tried stuff in college, but it wasn't. Oh, these are old drugs. Okay. What is this? In the late 1950s, but he said 79. Tenocyclidine? Whoa, never heard of it. It's a dissociative anesthetic with psychostimulant effects. Oh uh, yeah, that's uh, that kind of checks out to yeah. what uh to what the who was t- what they that were talking about. That sounds like a fucking nightmare. I disassociate yeah. without being on drugs, and it sucks. Do you ever do that, Morgan? Without oh yeah psychostimulant oh you're in the effects. conversation and you start to yeah your mind is just off. somewhere else oh yeah a hundred percent do you ever do that when you're just walking around in regular life yeah like at the grocery store and sometimes shit? I'll be facetiming my mom and I'll be like who are you <laughs> no I'm serious like who is this person yeah. how am I like who are you like I love her obviously yeah. but I'm like who, who when you really think about it who who are you yeah. Who? She's just the one that brought your soul you? into the world. I know. But your soul has probably lived many lifetimes. Yeah. Do, do you, you guys believe, believe in, in that? that shit? Oh, the past life shit? I kind of yeah. do. I don't. There's no way I haven't you been don't? here before. I'm exhausted. Yeah, we're exhausted. I'm so sleepy. You're not exhausted. You might be a new soul. No, it's because there's not enough souls to make. There's like, there's 7 billion people. Yeah, because they keep getting repeated. See no, but, but, but you see like, like, you know, a hundred years ago, there was like 3 billion people. Yeah. And then, bef- like, there's more people alive now than there were, like, in the totality of history, right? Because there's so, new souls that come, too, though. There's some people that are having their first I guess there was a whole Disney movie called Soul, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True, yeah. It was a pretty bad movie, but I you liked it. You didn't like it? I, I liked it. I liked the idea of it. I think there was a few yeah. loose ends in it, but um, I liked the idea of it. Mm, yeah. What do you think happens when we die, Morgan? I think we turn into energy. You think we're just where we are energy? Yeah, I think we just. You think it energy. just transverses to something yeah. else? I mean, I believe I believe in God, but like I, but I don't think God is like a man or a woman or. I think it's like a source. I think it's like an energy or like a. I don't know. That's what I think. That's cool. That's I a cool that, perspective. Yeah. I like that. I think uh, you know we're you know when we die, who I, I was talking about with a friend of mine today about in the Avengers when Thanos snaps his finger and people like turn to dust. You know what I'm talking about? I didn't see I've never the Avengers. Seen okay, so in in the movie he snaps his finger. So you know what I'm talking about. Gotcha, Just I me gotcha, and him. Gotcha. Uh he snaps his finger and then half the universe die, half the people in the universe die mm-hmm. and they just they just fade away into like Whoa. dust. And I was thinking, man, if you were trying to kill yourself like wouldn't you just start to fade away and be like, oh, thank God, finally. Yes. You know what I mean? Woo, yes. Easy you're trying out. to get out of there you know? and Thanos just snaps you and away. Like, that would be great. Goodness. And then you come back and you're like, no, <laughs> I was dead. <laughs> this it. generation is so depressed. Like I see so many videos where people are like, what would you do if you knew today was your last day and you, you weren't going to wake up? And then it's a kid like jumping on their bed, like going to sleep, like, yay. So excited to not exist. Somebody was saying it's kind of a bummer because right now TikTok and Instagram are kind of like feeding into this loop there's like a feedback loop of people saying they're sad and depressed and then i think the internet validates that that experience and encourages it and encourages it and like uh i'm not saying that there aren't chemical imbalances and like depression does exist but i also think there's like arts things you can do to kind of like 
mitigate and help at yeah. least in a little bit if you dude m- i fucking know i've been on an anti- antidepressant since i was 16 you know? i did want to kill myself i don't anymore like yeah. i want to live and i regret all the times that i was like i hope i die yeah you know but, what it, I mean? but if you're somebody who's prone to it i think the social media is going to just like exacerbate that by like a thousand yeah it is really sad. especially like the also adhd like every ad i see in there is like everybody hit raise your hand if you have adhd in this room one two three okay so so that's half of us but i don't i don't i may i, I believe one of you i don't believe all three of you yeah. i don't know do you did you ever take an autism test <laughs> have i yeah no no me and Brittany took it Brittany's like yeah. very normal i i think the thing is I, I think like if you take all these tests and all these you're like trying to analyze every aspect of your being it's gonna it's gonna reinforce it's gonna feedback and make you feel like you are those things yeah you know but sometimes i'm like do you ever just feel like you're weird and you're like why am i weird you know and you just want to know why everybody's weird is everybody weird yeah in our own ways i guess absolutely and if you can't see the weirdness there's something weird that they do yeah that hide it oh my god you want to hear a weird story yeah Yeah, tell it, tell it, tell it. I was in a city doing a show and then these two girls came back to my hotel room and then they were like, what was that song you sang? It was so funny. (laughs) So it's on Spotify. So I put my song on and then one of them starts making out with me and the other one is like, let me see your feet. (laughs) And I go, all right. And then she starts cutting my toenails while the other girls make- What the fuck? Like, it would have been more normal if they asked me to pee on them. You know what I mean? She just had clippers? No, I mean, I had my, I bring, like, my whole toiletry bag. She didn't ask where they were. She just went and got them. And no, she's like, do you have nail clippers? I'm like, yeah. She's like, I'm going to cut your toenails. I said, all right. And then her other friend was, like, making out with me. Not what I expected. Do you have, like, long Wolverine toenails? No, I'm, like, very well manicured. Look yeah, at my fingers. Yeah, you keep yourself fresh. On, Why was she trying to cut them? I guess, I guess at that point they were too long yeah. or something. I mean, well, they did both end up kink. giving me, I mean, they both ended up giving me head, so it ended up fine, but, you know. <laughs> Listen, a win's a win. What the fuck? Dude, that's so wild. Isn't that kind of weird? Yo, can I clip your toenails? It might be a She's put them in her purse. But you know us guys, we're not going to question anything. You're like, oh, yeah, clip them. I'm (laughs) fucking dead. I've actually questioned it for weeks. Dude, I would question the shit out of that. That's kind of odd. People have a foot fetish and it's very real. Yeah. If I went over a guy's house... Or whatever, back to his hotel room, and he asked to clip my toenails. I yeah. would be like, I'm getting the well, so fuck maybe, out of maybe here. Maybe some people have like a nurture fetish where they want to take care mm-hmm. of somebody. Mm-hmm. I had a girl tell me like, she, I never, I never hooked up with this person, but she was like, I saw a video of you like having an allergy attack and you were sneezing and like you were crying and like I just wanted to have sex with you so bad at that what moment. What the like, fuck? Yeah. And I, I don't judge people on their kinks and stuff. I'm no, just saying like... Uh, nothing's safe. You can't even have an allergy attack without somebody getting shit like, done. <laughs> yeah. It's like you might be dying. I, mean, I, didn't I, I guess it's I like, just like <laughs> I guess it's like the idea of like seeing somebody vulnerable and wanting to take care of them and like giving them sex is one way to do it, you know? What, what it it all comes allergic? down to that, you know? What are you allergic to? Uh, you know, everything in LA, like seasonal allergies and dust. And then... Uh, I, so I do allergy therapy. So I, I have shots tomorrow. Shots. I have yeah, shots yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Do you um do you are you allergic to any food? Like, well, could you die, or do you have to carry uh, an EpiPen? Shrimp, but only very little. Seafood. What happens? You get all swollen. Uh, I, I get a little. I get hives and a little bit uh like a little tingly and. Whoa, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. It's weird because I've had like if I have raw fish, I think a raw shrimp, it's fine. But I was gonna I've say had, we had sugarfish in New York. Yeah, but if I have, have fro- like if it's frozen, if it came from. 
because I've had frozen shrimp, mm. and then like an hour later, I, I busted out on hives. Ooh. It was weird. Whoa. Ooh. Yeah. Dude, that's it, it fucking went down. wild, man. Yeah. Jeez. Well, it could be all worse. Right, so I could this... have depression. <laughs> like this sorry, I, over got, here. I have depression Just too. kidding. Sorry. Good. I'm fucking with you. I'm joking with you. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm not a good roaster. I can't roast people. I get a <laughs> woman I on the edge. Don't push me. Don't push me. I'll send you some memes later. I can't. Okay, so this is our um, segment in our podcast, Morgan, where we give people bad advice. Wonder, it's wonderful. called bad advice because oh, okay. we're, we're creative like that. Yeah, Brittany came up with it. She's smart. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so basically people write to us for real advice, but both of our advice is so terrible. So Okay. Yeah. Brittany, you want to start it this off? One? Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Start off with a hard horse cock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had sex while I was on K and a Molly trip. The guy's face melted and then transformed into the face of a horse. Did I fuck a horse? <laughs> no, bitch. Oh <laughs> my God. No, you fucked an ugly guy with a big dick. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> that's what you did. A horse face? You fucked an ugly guy with a big dick. That's fucking wild, man. I've never done ketamine. I missed that drug in my sobriety, but I can't. I didn't know that it made you hallucinate because Molly doesn't make you have hallucinations. It just makes you love makes everything. You very, Brittany, yeah. they give you ketamine now to treat depression. Don't get me started. I'll be like Matthew Perry in a fucking hot tub, oh, face yeah. down. I'll be, I'll, I'll take that therapy home, and I'll be like, I was treating myself. My no, friend do, did it at the ketamine clinic, and she's so much better. Oh, Is wow. she? Yeah, they hooked her up, and she said it was fucking surreal. Like, yeah. you know, they do it monitored at a hospital or whatever a facility that has nurses, and they monitor how much they give you. And... I think it's just people dressed up in scrubs giving you drugs. Yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> you have to. I don't know, but anyway, she did it in a controlled environment, and she's doing so much better now it's pretty wild i, I have molly right next in my drawer next to my bed and i haven't taken it before i never i just still i just have it there i'm nervous to have sex like on it oh it's so good but i'm worried it would ruin sex going it kind of never want to take does, it without huh? it huh well yeah. no but it is it will be the best sex of your life it's oh, just yeah. like it just is everything about it is amazing you know i did molly at have my fucking wedding it? you did i did molly at my wedding and yeah. i would not recommend being on a sex drug around your fucking in-laws i was like giving everyone back scratches i was like Woo! love you so much thanks like, for coming uncle ted he's like licking uncle ted's head he's yeah. like oh you're welcome Brittany. it's kind of weird that you're licking my head what's but... up little charlie you ever yeah. seen a tit <laughs> you're yeah. like, oh like a, a ah! child. Well, there was only yeah. 16 people at my wedding, but the people I was, I was like hanging out with my in-laws and I yeah. shouldn't have been. Did you see that video of uh, Taylor Swift bringing uh, her parents, was it her parents or Kelsey's parents to the after party for the Super Bowl? Oh, yes. Did you see yes, that? Yes. I didn't get to watch it, but I heard about it. So they what was like, the big deal with that? Well, she just took her parents to like a nightclub, like a bottle service type of club. Yeah. And they're sitting there like, well, what is this? <laughs> they were like partying. Well, everyone else is partying and they're just sitting there like, and if you're, <laughs> you're T Swift, you can't like, you can't go balls to the wall ape shit with your boyfriend who's gonna like, you know, violate you that night because he's like all charged up because he won the Super Bowl. Do you think? Do you think that they're gonna break up? Do you think they're gonna last? No, no. Because he, because he did kind of give the ick a little bit. At Not the Super trying Bowl. to be mean, and I don't I shouldn't speak on anyone's relationship because I don't know yeah. them. But I just there feel like. Are. She, oh my God, that's so funny. They're like in a scarf in the club, just sitting on the couch. I'm dead. She just seems like so wholesome. I mean, obviously I don't know her personally. And I just saw him yell at the coach one too many times I during know. the game. And that gave me like red flag vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, would I also be more think worried if you just look her. at a history of his exes, he's into like bodacious black women. Is like right? he has never dated a white chick for a long period of time ever. So I'm just like. He's got a black haircut. Yeah. He thinks he's black. Britt, you just said that, but it's like crazy because like all his exes, you are right. Like I don't think one of them's white. No, they're not. Yeah. 
That's yeah. just a fact. That's not, you know, that's just his type. And so yeah, give knows? it a whirl. I mean, I, mean I, I married a white guy too. So that worked. <laughs> Had the option of billionaire type before. Yeah, type. billionaire. You say type. Oh, how rich! I thought you said billionaire tight, and I was like, oh, billionaire shit. tight. I mean, oh, also shit. billionaire tight, dude. Oh, billionaire tight. Dude, I'm gonna start I mean, saying that. If you could do, are you millionaire tight or are you, you billionaire, billionaire tight? tight? <laughs> Dead billionaire tight pussy. Dead. Um. Also, or are you she one has a, comma she's tight. She's jet, so that probably like you know she's probably like. Listen, Meh. I could be swayed into fucking anyone with a jet. <laughs> Same, honestly. Hermaphrodite. <laughs> like, I don't fucking care. You got a jet all right around in it. I can't with you guys. Okay, this one is from Tyler. It's called Hello, Clarice. I'm Tyler from Kentucky. Lately, I've been getting aggravated by my girlfriend always biting my lip every time we kiss. It's not just a nibble. Every single freaking time, she bites my lip as hard as she can, even if it's a simple smooch. She also pinches my legs and my arms super hard. I think it's her way of showing that she loves me and wants to be close to me, but I can't stand it. I've told her very nicely many times I hate it, but she won't stop. Should I kill this bitch no he didn't say that part um what am i supposed to do should i bite her back like cuba gooding jr did in that movie with the dogs or what he's like should i mike tyson this bitch i'm fucking dead okay as an italian also morgan are you very touchy squeezy feely like that because i feel like it's an italian thing maybe she's italian Only when i'm on mushrooms but other than that i don't come from like an affectionate household Really? Yeah. Okay, so I'm 100% Italian. We're very, like, when we laugh, we hit people, we pinch, we kiss both cheeks, we squeeze. Yeah. We love that. That's our way of showing affection. Sounds like she might. But it sounds like this guy's in pain. Like, yeah, imagine can... going in for, like, a kiss, like, going to work 8 a.m. and you get bit. Yeah, maybe yeah. he, like, and he said he's told her to not yeah. do I'll bite it. in the bedroom. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess maybe he should, uh, you know, I guess maybe bite her back a little bit, but not maybe too hard and just be like, how do you like it? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. But then you got to be careful because then he... She might like it too much. Yeah, or if he hurts her, you know, it's like you don't want to do that. I mean, I don't know. If you communicated already that you don't like it, I don't know what more you can do other than dump this yeah. Next time, <laughs> next, next time, she, next time she, she does it, just open slap her in the face. <laughs> open hand slap her in the face. There you go. Heard it here first. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, don't take this out of context, please. I feel like I feel like I'm joking. There's some people though that are biters. Like I, I bite my husband sometimes. I'll go up and go. Like it's like a love thing, just like dogs play bite. Like I, I, no, nobody. All right, only only in the bedroom. I'd be biting like a vampire. All right, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll do it when we're making like you know ferocious dinner. yeah no we'll be making dinner and i'll just go up and bite him uh, but it doesn't sound like she's play biting i think oh, that's Lily the problem that, it sounds like he is getting hurt yeah. yeah that doesn't sound fun dude yeah. if I you're mean, drawing blood maybe just like i don't know it'd be like can you take it down like two steps two steps, two notches, two three steps. steps. She's like all right edward cullen calm down <laughs> like yeah. fucking, like a cat nibble you know yeah yeah Fucking sexy nibble, make it sexy. Don't make it painful. Yeah, bite the ear and then whisper something dirty like "come in my ass" or some shit. Yeah, there we go. Morgan's got it. Perfect. Fucking dead. Oh my god, you guys, we did it. We don't take that out of context. It's gonna be like a podcast. We're gonna cut it up just to make you look really bad. I'm dead. Yeah, we're just gonna just be like slap her in the face. That's all. That's your only clip. Yeah, and then come in her ass, slap her in the face. I'm in an open relationship. I fuck everybody. That's your whole highlight reel for our fucking podcast. Oh my gosh, you guys, thank you so much for your submissions. They were amazing as always. For next week, DM us on our This Is the Worst Pod on Instagram or send us an email. 
email at this is the worst pod at justmediahouse.com. Again, that's this is the worst pod at justmediahouse.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. Like and subscribe, and we will see you next week. Yeah, oh, and we just wanted to say some good news is that, you know, you guys are loving the podcast. We're almost at 30K followers on Instagram. You know, we try to end it with some Ooh. good news. And somebody wrote in and said, just wanted to let you girls know we absolutely love your podcast. I don't care if you just talk about sell- yourselves or read listeners worse. I missed you, Brittany, so much. Oh, thanks, Brittany Furlan, so much. And I'm so happy to listen to you again on this podcast. Thanks, Mandy. You rock. And then someone else wrote, I'm going to go ahead and call myself and other fellow listeners worsties. And you know, okay. you, should, you should have like a, worsties. you should have an annual episode called the worsties and the give out awards. The worsties of who had the worst Oh yeah, the worst shit. of the worst. Or like worst outfit, worst, uh, oh. worst, uh, worst public debacle, yeah. worst, uh, yeah. I love that. Yeah, oh my worsties. God. And I also love the worsties. Um, we need some worsties merch for the yes, worsties. Yes, we do need worsties merch. I um, love that. You guys are the fucking best. Hang on one second. Morgan, where can we find you? Just go to morganj.com. Uh, everything is sold out through May, but we will brag. be. Whoa, dude. I'm a brag, but we brag. will be announcing like a bigger world tour. Woo! Uh, Australia, New Zealand, Asia, uh, more of America, maybe South America. So we're going everywhere. Wow. I'm like the ethnic version of Matt Reif. Amazing. I fucking love that. I'm so happy for you and all of your success. Thank you for joining us. We love you. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks for having us. Okay, thank you, Thanks for being here. (laughs) Thanks, Worsties. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you guys for listening to This is the Worst podcast powered by Just Media House. This is the Worst is hosted and executive produced by Brittany Furlan Lee and Brittany Schmidt. If you enjoyed our show, don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. Stay connected with us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, and Snapchat at This is the Worst Pod. Studio provided by Second Floor Studios, podcast and social artwork produced by The Forward Digital and Product Limited. Thank you to our post-production team at Creative Evolution Studios. Theme song to This Is The Worst podcast performed by Midnight Noise. This is the worst where we are going to make the best of the worst. Back in the day when you were married (laughs) and now you're divorced (laughs) and you live alone and you're sad all the time. Big fat. I send all types of memes. Because my grandma sends those kind of memes. And I bet she's a lovely woman. (laughs) She's all right. Um, My grandma sends those and I fucking hate her. She sucks. I hate that she tries to cheer me up with cookies and nice cut and kindness and warmth.